Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here. Episode number 59 of And Now the Good News. That chance for us to get together each week and look at some of the stories that remind me we really are creating a world that works better for everyone. I want to start off this week with uh, a, a, a little bit of a flashback. Travel backwards in time. Anybody remember the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge? Anybody remember how much they donated to that? Well, ultimately, the Ice Bucket Challenge raised over $200 million. And it has created, at least in this case, a promising new treatment for ALS. Dr. Sabrina Pagoni... Paganoni, excuse me, I'm sure I'm not saying that properly, uh, has been part of a team, developed a new drug that uh, is slowing the effects of ALS. Uh, Not necessarily considered a cure, but uh, is definitely doing good work, moving through the trials. And she says that the the ice bucket challenge was a very important point in the fight against ALS. If you donated back then, good job. If not, you can always donate a little more now. Even if you did, you can donate more now. Here's a great story that I found over on the Good News Network, and listeners to the show know that I get most of my stories over there. A bride and groom decided to donate their wedding, at least the dinner portion of it, the food portion of it, to a homeless shelter. And on top of that, they decided they were going to serve the food themselves, This is just making lemonade out of lemons, right? Uh, Tyler and Melanie Tapajan of Parma, Ohio, and I apologize if I'm getting that name incorrectly as well. Uh, They realized that, uh, you know, this was all happening. They contacted their caterer and said, hey, rather than what we had planned, can we turn this in? How do we take our money and turn it into as many meals as we possibly can? And uh, then they contacted a local homeless shelter for women and children, Laura's Home, arranged all of this. And uh, then on August 15th, they had a small intimate ceremony where they exchanged their vows, then went over to the homeless shelter, still in their tux and wedding gown, and served dinner to everyone there. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things taking what we have and giving to those who could use a hand up, who could use a little reminder that things are working out somehow. Congratulations, folks. Good work. Very, very good work. You know, we can find happiness all over, wherever we might look. Or not, if we choose not to see it. Over in Copenhagen, Denmark, the world's first happiness museum has opened up. And, you know, they opened it up in July, in the middle of the pandemic. The Happiness Research Institute is a driving force behind the project. Their mission statement 
It's an independent think tank, and part of their mission statement is to inform decision makers of the causes and effects of human happiness, making subjective well-being part of the policy, the public policy debate, and improve the overall quality of life for citizens across the world. It's a big mission. Let's support these guys. The Happiness, the Happiness Insti- Research Institute. I'll make sure there's links in the show notes for you to find this, folks. Uh, it's a great idea. And it gives people a place, a way to see happiness from a different perspective. Success, happiness, they're not uh, always defined by the same exact ideas and how we make things happen. Here's another great story. A Chilean startup out of Chile bringing vending machines to New York City. Now, this is a unique type of vending machine because the intention is to help avoid single-use plastics and get consumers to start recycling or actually repurposing, refilling their cleaning supply containers. Laundry detergent, soap detergent, things of that nature. I don't know why we didn't think of this sooner. We've got vending machines for water and we can buy in bulk and uh, it doesn't cost much. It takes me a little extra time for me to go get my water supply, but here it is. Bring back your your containers, and they have an RFID chip in the in the container. So every time you use the container, it knows you're reusing a previously purchased container, and you get a discount on the fill up. What a great idea! What a great way to help get rid of those plastics and save money on the those cleaning supplies. I guess you really can have your cake and eat it too. At least that's what this next story believes. A Finnish town has created a system where you're rewarded based on how you travel around the city. It's a little north of Helsinki, Lati, I hope I'm saying that right. They've got an app, and if it's a resident, you wear the app, and it it records whether you're driving about town, walking about town, or riding a bicycle around town. And then it rewards you based on which of the systems you use to lower your carbon footprint. You can use that those credits to buy cake at a local cafe. You get virtual euros. You buy bus tickets, bike lights, access to the public pools, or cake at the local cafe. What an innovative way to support the people of the community to not only live healthier lives, but lower our carbon footprint all at the same time. Another win-win situation. I love these stories. I love again and again how we get to see people are uh, getting innovative. They're creating new ways to get around, new ways to recycle, new ways to reuse reduce our consumption, reduce our footprint. Here's another great story of uh, recycling. Now, it's not new to have roadways made from recycled plastic and plastic materials. However, what's new is this is now happening in California. The California Department of Transportation is now using a new material And they created what's being called the first mile of recycled plastic highway on a state road anywhere in the United States. And it's slated to use a lot more of this material in the coming years. 
was over 150,000 single-use plastic bottles that were used by a landscape company called Technisoil. And they repaved a one-mile stretch of three-lane road out of those 150,000 single-use plastic bottles. They say it's more durable, generates 90% less greenhouse gas emissions than the process currently used. Currently, Caltrans has to dig up the top half foot or so of asphalt and mix that into a and repurpose that, but they can't repurpose it as top material. And so they have to still use a, a whole bunch of hot asphalt on top of that then. This is how they replace and redo highways in California. This looks to be a lot more sustainable and a lot cheaper. Congratulations, California. Good work there. We're going to follow this story and see how it progresses. And speaking of stories that I think are worth following, this one, Easton LaChapelle. He's been, uh, the story, there's a great video here. I'll leave a link so you can find it. He's been experimenting with robotics all his life, always interested in how things came apart and to put things together. And at a science fair, a young lady walked up to him who was wearing a prosthesis. And he looked at it, thought to himself, there's got to be a better way and has been dedicating himself to that cause ever since. When he was 25 years old, he won uh, the White House Science Fair. That was when President Obama was in office. And he's making 3D printed prosthesis. This has the opportunity to change millions of lives. It's estimated there's over 40 million amputees worldwide, and many, a uh, vast majority, do not have access to prosthetic devices. I'm going to invite you to watch that video. It's only a few minutes long. It gives you an introduction. But it's the, this is the kind of good work. This is the kind of reminder that says we really are moving in a way where innovation is leading us to a new way of seeing the world. And you know, a new way of seeing the world also sometimes just comes down to beauty and the smell of a beautiful bouquet of flowers. That's what Jolene Wilsey is the owner of the Gypsy Blooms flower truck in Alberta, Canada. And she was servicing and, and showing up at seniors' homes. Another gentleman saw that and he decided, I wanted to bring a lot more happiness to the nursing homes. And so he, uh, he bought the whole truck. <laughs> he contacted Jolene, said, what would it cost to, to, to buy every flower on your truck, to buy a whole truckload of flowers? And then had that, that her drive to a senior citizens complex where the residents were invited to come out and create their own bouquet of flowers until the whole truck was empty. They all walked. What a great, just the little things sometimes. Regardless of the cost, regardless of the money, there are so many opportunities and we see them day in and day out to do the right thing. This next story is just that. A gentleman who did the right thing. San Antonio, Texas. Delmaretta Stipp, 75 years old. Uh, she was at the local Walmart picking up a number of things and ended up a little bit short on between what was in her wallet and what was on the cash register. Robert Navarro, 36, 
stepped up and said, I want to pay for it. I'll take care of it. And uh, Del Moretto, no, you know, didn't want to take the, the, the handout, didn't want to take the charity, didn't want to take anything. And Navarro said, hey, look, I got this. Uh, I want to do this. Let me do this. So she did. And then she went home and called the local news station, told the local news station what had happened and how uh, happy she was and how uh, and about this. Well, they contacted Navarro and uh, set it up that uh, they were going to film a thank you and he was uh, going to go get a thank you card. Instead, they gave him $1,000 cash. $13 investment, $1,000 cash. No expectations, no anticipation of return or reward, just doing the right thing. And the universe supplies, provides the man close to tenfold. Love these stories. I love how humanity is working together to create a world that works for everyone. And our final story today, this has potential to be an incredible game changer uh, for so many with spinal cord injuries, dementia, other neurological challenges. A drug that repairs the damage to the brain and the spinal cord has been created by British scientists. They think this could help everything from Alzheimer's to epilepsy to paralysis. It's a synthetic protein and they say it acts like a molecular bridge, able to reestablish neurons and neuronal links that were destroyed by accident or illness. They've got it to work in all animal models and that includes dementia. Yeah. Uh, motor function, spinal cord injuries, those are where they're seeing the most uh, benefit so far and the most success. This is very new. This is not something you're going to find on the shelves anytime next, this week or this year. However, this is incredibly promising research for the future of human existence, of being able to repair and reverse Alzheimer's, dementia. People with spinal cord injuries regrowing synapses and neurons and perhaps able to walk again someday. It's a pretty in-depth article here. I'd rather you read this than me try to explain it all because I won't get it all right. But I'll leave a link. We got this story off of the goodnewsnetwork.org. They do great work over there. Check them out sometime. And thank you for being with us here today. And now the good news is really grateful to be a part of the New Thought Media Network. And we thank New Thought Media Network for their support in this program, for helping us to be here each and every week. We thank you, the listeners of New Thought Media Network, for your gifts, your tithes, your offerings your financial support that makes this programming happen, that makes this programming every week. We come to you every week with a new episode of The Good News. So thank you for being a part of all this. Thank you for supporting all this. I'm going to get out of here for this week, let you get into the rest of your week. And please do remember, if you see some good news out there, let us know. Drop us an email, info at ntmedia.org. That's info at ntmedia.org. You see a good news story that you think we should cover and share with the world, share with our ministry, please let us know. We'd be happy to do that. All right. 
I'm Reverend Robert. I'm out of here for now. Until next time, I love you. Go forth and be love. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.